Happy Friday! Today is November 9th and I'm Melissa, the founder of A Yogi Kitchen. It is lovely to have you join us here. This is our home for, our virtual home for mindful food and delicious yoga. It is lovely to have you join us here. I am in the gorgeous Lawrence, Kansas. It is a bright, sunny day and we had snow yesterday. So we got in late Wednesday night and I can't remember if it was snowing already, if it started during the day. We woke up to some little snow. Um, but it felt really good to be back in our new home. We really haven't spent a lot of time in our new house yet. So that was really exciting and felt really, really good. And um, got to have this beautiful day of snow yesterday that melted. It's the gift of Lawrence, Kansas, or of Kansas in general. We might get a little snow, but then it melts really quickly. And for a northerner who grew up where, you know, there was snow on the ground from November through February, uh, this is really nice. This is a nice break. I get, I get seasons, but it feels, um, they don't feel overwhelming or too big or too heavy. So this is really beautiful right now. I'm looking out my window and um, I see green trees and yellow trees and green grass. My yard probably still has snow in it, but out in about... Um, there's there's green everywhere and that's really nice so today is coffee time go ahead and pour yourself something I got my coffee here pull up a chair to the virtual kitchen table and we're gonna work on connection today so we come here to connect with each other and I get that connection because I get the feedback from you guys I get the emails the text the the if you're on anchor FM you can call in and leave me a message and I get those from you guys and that feels really good and I go through those usually Wednesday or Thursday and kind of think about what I want to talk about during coffee time I answer the questions that you guys have sent in and this time though I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about and I got a call last night in the middle of the night and we did um, a skill together we worked on something together about getting present and I thought well let's share that during coffee time because this is really an awesome lesson and it's extremely effective and I really like doing this work so I am in the middle of breathe online it is the six-week course for mindfully managing your mental health and we work on different things like yoga poses to help us um, soothe our brains quiet our brains soothe our nervous systems uh, we work on nutrition to help uh, nourish the brain and also help the nervous system throughout the day so we want to be energetic during the mornings or the beginning of our day whatever that is for you and then we want to slowly kind of get quieter and more calm throughout the day and towards the night so that by the end of the day when you're ready to crawl into bed you feel calm you feel quiet you feel peaceful and you can sleep and there's nutrition that helps you do that so we talk about that we talk about dialectical behavior therapy skills which is one of the things we're going to do today we're going to do a dbt skill together and then um what else do we talk about we do some journaling we learn how to check in uh i'm missing something oh self-care we do a week on self-care and we talk about our brains and why it's important so that's where this comes from so one of the things that you get when you join breathe online is you get unlimited access to me so you can call me at any time of the day or night and if you are in the middle of big stuff I respond I drop whatever I'm doing and I'm there for you and usually that looks like 15 minutes where I say hey when's the last time you ate and if you haven't eaten I say why don't you go get something to eat and depending on time of the day I'll even tell you what's a good thing right now do you need some protein right now do you need some carbs right now I'll say go eat this and then call me back when you're done and sometimes that's it that's all that someone needed but sometimes there's more 
so you get and usually it's it's like I said it's usually like 10-15 minutes that we spend together and then if you have a question or a problem that you want to talk with me one-on-one you can call or text and then we schedule something and that's about half an hour 45 minutes so last night I had someone call me at 3.30 in the morning 3.15 in the morning and there was panic there was a lot of uh, fear and a lot of brain racing and so we did a great skill and I wanted to share this with you um, because this actually kind of connects with a question that I was thinking about answering so it all comes together so this is about panic and about that busy brain that you get in the middle of the night what do you do about that and um, you know if you're just one of those people that wakes up at three o'clock in the morning with a really busy brain I can't promise you that this is gonna shift that in one night for you but because hers came with panic we could shift it really quickly and then she was able to sleep. I got a text from her later and she was able to sleep. So I, I, it's not going to cure your insomnia if that's what's going on with you. But it's a great skill to use consistently and build on. So it may not work perfectly the first day. As you practice it over time, I would say 10 days, 2 weeks, it's going to start to make some shift for you. If you're in panic though, often it works really, really fast. So this was a great one. And the question that goes with this is, so you're not in that place of, oh my gosh, um, it's kind of that, that um, I don't even know what to call it, that place of ignorance around panic maybe, like, oh my gosh, I, um, I can't breathe, I can't catch my breath, what is this, am I having a heart attack, what am I, what's going on with me right now, I'm starting to sweat, I kind of have a little tunnel vision, you know, what is this, what's going on? So, and that happens with people who kind of have panic attacks often, we should know what it is, but for whatever reason, we don't always. We're like, oh shoot, what's going on? So it's not that. It's when you have a little more um, skill and a little more information and a little more knowledge around your panic attacks or your feelings of panic or high anxiety. It's when you're going, oh, here we go. My breath is getting shorter. I'm starting to get sweaty. I'm starting a panic attack. And so her question was, I know exactly where I am right now. I feel all this stuff. I don't know how to shift it. How do I make it shift? And I'll tell you something. I have had panic attacks uh, probably since my early 20s. I can't remember if there was something before that or not. And I don't have them a lot. They're not debilitating in any way. And right now, uh, up until this last year that has been really tough for me, I probably hadn't had one in almost 10 years, if not more than 10 years. Um, so, but even though I'm someone who has them, there are times when it starts and I don't always recognize it. I go, oh, you know, I'm not feeling so great. And are you guys hot? What's going on? And sometimes I'm around someone that knows me well and says, Melissa, are you feeling panicky? And I'll be like, oh, shoot, I am. Like, that's what's going on. But a lot of times now, especially since it'll start for me with breath, my breath gets shorter and I have this little <coughs> that happens. I can't catch my breath. So often I can catch it and notice it. And so then what do we do to shift it? For years, I would talk to therapists and who would say, okay, so we're just going to walk through this and you're just going to be with it until, you know, it passes. And they would just tell me how to make it pass. And DBT taught me how to stop a panic attack. And I didn't know that was even an option. So the, the skill that I use most often to stop a panic attack is different than this one, but this one's really good too. And every, and here's the great thing about both breathe online and dialectical behavior therapy skills is there's no one size fit all fits all. So what works for you may not work for me. What I teach for you are things that work for me often, 
and um, things that I get, the feedback that I get that works for you guys. But if it doesn't resonate with you and doesn't work for you, I don't suggest you keep trying it until it works. We just need to look for a different skill for you. So this is the skill we used yesterday, and it was really, or this morning, and it was really, really effective. So she's called me, and she is feeling, she is breathy, she's feeling panicky, her mind is racing, and she's thinking about all the things that are going wrong in her life, all the ways that she is behind, that things are sucking, and she's starting to really judge herself and beat herself up about that. So that's where she was. Let's pretend that you are in that place because we've all been there, right? We all know what that feels like. And I invite you to close your eyes and start taking some nice, long, deep breaths in through the nose and out through the nose. And if you're feeling that those breaths are too short, that's okay. Stay with it. Take as long as you comfortably can in this moment. And then work on lengthening and inhalation and then lengthening and exhalation and if you can't do that that's okay just keep breathing and stay with me so often I tell you to close your eyes and it's okay if you need to close your eyes sometimes we need to sort of shut out the world around us but this uh, this skill is called five things and I want you to notice five things around you and the easiest thing to do especially when you're feeling big panic is to notice five visual things so in this moment notice what you see and say it to yourself out loud and be as descriptive as you possibly can so for example I see green leaves on a tall tree. I see a metal fence. I see a white concrete pillar. So say it to yourself, breathe into it, and just notice what you see in this moment. And then I invite you to, so if that feels like this is where I need to stay, keep going. Don't just do five things, but always do at least five things. If you're ready to move on, do five things that you see visually, and then see if you can name five things that you feel. So right now, I am holding my coffee cup. I feel the heat of my coffee cup. I feel the softness of my sweater on my wrists. I feel the softness of my hair on my neck. I feel the hardness of my ankles crossed against each other. I feel the cushiness of the chair beneath me. So what are five things that you feel? then notice how you're feeling. Have things slowed down? Are you feeling calmer? If not, let's move on to five more things. See if you can notice five things that you hear. So for me, I hear the sound of my voice. I hear my breath. 
I hear the wind outside. I hear a truck going by. The rumble of a truck going by. I hear the electrical sound of the clock next to me. And breathe into that and notice five things for yourself. What do you hear? Five things. And then again, notice how you're feeling. Are you done? Are you feeling like, okay, I have now gotten to a place where I know what to do next. So maybe at the end of five things, you've done three, five things. So at the end of 15 things, you feel like, okay, I need to drink a glass of water and lay down, or I need to go eat something, or I need to call my friend and just vent a little bit or call my friend and listen to her tell me about her kids. I, you, you can decide from here what your intention is. What is it you need for yourself for right now? You might say, you know what, I need five more things. So the, the next five things get tougher. So it's tougher to say if we want to involve all the senses, uh, what are the five things you taste? So it may be okay to go back to five things I see. And so I, when I get upset, I tend to be a pacer. I pace around. So maybe even change location. This is what I see. This is what I smell. Oh, I forgot smell. Um, sometimes five things to smell is kind of difficult. Right now, it would be hard for me to say five things, but I could do three probably, and doing three is fine. There's no, it has to be five, but just being really present in this moment, and then you decide what you do. So breathe into it right now. Notice how you're feeling, and what would you like to do now? Do you need to notice more things? And that might be an appropriate time to pause and just notice. I highly recommend that every time you notice, make sure you notice the breath. I hear the sound of my breathing. I feel my chest moving up and down with the breath. And here's why. Because the breath is only in the present moment. There is no past breath. There is no future breath. We never think about a breath from last week like, oh, that was a really good breath I took. We just are in the moment with the breath. So it's always going to bring you back. So breathe into how you're feeling in this moment. Choose if you'd like to pause me and continue on or continue doing this practice. Or are you ready to continue on? And we'll talk about what this is and why it works. So five things is designed to keep you grounded in this moment. What is true right now? Because our brain is telling us that we're in danger. If there's panic, it's danger. If there's anxiety, it's, uh, I don't know if that's actually danger, but our brain is telling us we're not enough. Our brain is telling us all the, the, that loop that plays in the back of all of our heads. It's telling us all those things. And those things aren't true for whatever reason. If you've had trauma in your past, you've had abuse in your past, you've had someone close to you tell you those terrible things about yourself and you can still hear it, whatever it is, it's not true. And it's certainly not true for this moment. So what we want to be is really grounded in the facts of this moment and don't let our brains play those games with us. So what I like to tell clients is that whatever it is, anxiety, depression, PTSD, borderline personality disorder, uh, schizophrenia, whatever it is. Okay, I don't work with schizophrenics. I never have at least. Um, but whatever it is. 
that thing, that anxiety, my anxiety wants to live large. My anxiety wants to skip down the beach, frolic in the waves, and wants to play. And if I listen to everything it tells me, it gets to grow big and do those things. If I can stay grounded in the moment and be mindful of what is true right this minute, my anxiety doesn't get to play. My anxiety gets to be quiet, take a nap, relax, and just not affect me. Go sit in the corner and be by yourself. So we want to do those things that makes it get quiet and get small. And being in the moment will always make your anxiety, your depression, your PTSD, your borderline, your bipolar, whatever it is, will make it get quiet. Being present is consistently the answer that therapists are coming up with these days. Being mindful and being present helps hugely. So I have, I actually have some research and some facts to back that up, but we're not going to get into that today. So this is a great time um, to be present with what is and to let go of future because that's our anxiety that's worried about what will happen. Like, oh my gosh, I only have this much in the bank account and next week I have this bill coming and the week after that I have that bill coming and how am I going to cover this stuff? Those are things in the future that haven't happened yet. And I know We need to stay grounded in the present with our eye towards the future. But when we are in our anxiety, in our fear about what's going to happen, we can't pay that bill next week. That's not being grounded here. That's being completely in the future. So we want to stay in this moment. And then the flip side of that would be that beating ourselves up that, oh, why did I say that? Why did I do this? Why didn't I just call her earlier? Why didn't I? That tends to go with depression, that being in the past Anxiety people do to do it too. And, and to be clear, everyone does all of these things sometimes. It's just for those of us with anxiety, we do it more often than not. We do it more often than other people. And the biggest problem is we do it enough that it's taking away from our lives, that we're not able to do the things that we really want to do. My hope for myself my hope for my kids, my hope for my clients is that we can do absolutely anything. We don't have to edit our lives. It doesn't mean we have to do everything, but we, we get to do whatever we choose. We don't have to edit our lives. We don't have to say, well, I can't go to this place because I have anxiety or I can't go to this party because it's going to be too much for me. My hope for everyone is that we learn to manage things so we get to have all the nitty-gritty parts of life. We get to have the good and the bad, the messy, the fun, the ugly, the beautiful. We get every aspect of it without apology, without fear, without dread. We get to do it all. And then you get to choose. You don't have to do it all, of course. You get to choose which parts you want. But when you let your anxiety or your depression or your PTSD or your borderline or bipolar, or schizophrenia, if you let those things be big, and I know it's super hard, and I'm not suggesting that you do it just by thinking a certain way at all, whatever it takes. If, if you are medicated, there's no shame, there's nothing wrong with that at all. If that's what your tool is, awesome. This tool is to go along with whatever you're already doing. Because even medicated, we can feel those nights, that 315 panic. You know, even people who don't have anxiety disorders feel that 3.15 in the morning panic, that busy mind that happens. So that is our coffee time. So practice this skill often 
You don't have to be feeling awful. You don't have to be in panic. And that's what I did with my client this morning is I walked her through it. And I said, okay, so you hear the sound of my voice. And I had turned on music. You can hear the sound of the music in the background. You can hear the sound of, and I just did it for her and walked her through it. And she calmed down. She was able to relax a little bit. And then she was able to say, okay, now it's this time. These are the three things that I'm going to do. One of them was she was going to drink a glass of water. Um, another one was she was going to go sort of check her house, make sure the pets were where they were supposed to be and the kids were where they were supposed to be and everything. And then she was going to lay down. And I got a call from her. It took her a little bit, but she actually did fall asleep. And um, it wasn't, you know, perfection. It wasn't this unencumbered sleep for the next whatever hours. But she got sleep and she felt okay going into it this morning. And the thing she said to me was, you know, any other day, that would have been it. I would have been awake. I would have laid there and my mind would have gone crazy and about 4.30 or 5 I would have said I can't lay here any longer and I would have gotten up and I would have talked myself into thinking like this is really good. Now I'm up early. I can get things done. It's totally fine. And she's like but I got good rest. I woke up. I was not edgy with my kids. I was relaxed you know, I got enough sleep that I could be smiley and, and make them a good breakfast and do what I needed to do. And I got myself to work on time, which a lot of times I would have not done that because the panic would have still been big. So I might have gone in late. She's like, I got into work on time. I got to do what I needed to do. And she's like, it wasn't perfect. I had anxiety in the middle of the night, but I managed it. And I managed it in a way that I could have the rest of my life. And that is my goal. That is my goal for you. So you can be in that panic, you can have those moments, and you can say, okay, how can I manage this so that I can have my life, so I can be present with my kids, so I can go to work, so that I can make the money to do the things that I love to do in this world. Or maybe you're not going to work just for the money. Maybe your work is the thing that makes you happy. I wake up in the mornings almost every day and really excited about what my work is for the day. So I wake up excited, oh, uh, today's a podcast day. Or I wake up excited, oh, I'm teaching a workshop today. And so that's a, that's a lucky thing. And maybe you get to do that too. But if the panic, if the anxiety, the depression is too big, we can't do those things. So that's, um, that's called five things. Uh, we learn it. Sometimes we learn it and breathe online. Sometimes I teach them other skills. You know, it kind of shifts depending on who's taking it with me. You can do breathe online work with me one-on-one. Uh, if you buy Breathe Online one-on-one -on -one with me right now, today, before the end of 2018, then you get half off on everything I'm teaching or doing in 2019. So if you want to do a private yoga session with me in 2019, it's 50% off. If you want to do Breathe Online again in 2019, it's 50% off. If you want to come to a workshop with me, it's 50% off. If you want to do a coaching session long distance, it's 50% off. So joining me for Breathe Online might help um, with some of the skills and tools to help you manage your life and be able to be a happy you. Be the you that you really want to be. It gives you the skills and tools to manage the stuff so it's not running you over. So anxiety is not frolicking on the beach. It's in the corner. It's being quiet. And you can go frolic on the beach because you are so worth it. And it's so easy to fall into a pattern of thinking, this isn't that bad. This is okay. Yeah, this sucks, but I can manage it. It's, it's fine. I don't care. Um, but why? Why do that? So come join me for Breathe Online. I'm going to teach it as a group session again, probably in February. 
yeah, probably late January, early February. Um, or you can take it anytime you want. One-on-one, -on -one, it's $400, and again, it gets you everything in 2019 that I offer at 50% off. You could take Breathe Online over and over again in 2019, and every time you take it, it'll be 50% off. So the other thing that's happening for me right now is tomorrow, I am in Lawrence, Kansas, and I'm teaching Practices for Peace at Om Tree Shala at 14th and Mass Street. So come join me. It's $45 for a 90-minute session of the most delicious, heart-opening, restorative yoga poses. We walk out from this workshop, and I kid you not, we walk out from this workshop like a puddle. We just feel completely released and relaxed. No more tight muscles, no more busy mind, no more pounding heart or head. We just get really, really still, really relaxed for part of the session because we'll do restorative yoga poses. Then we do these gentle flow poses that also are designed to keep our heart opened. And we're also gonna do, we might do these in the middle of our session. I haven't figured out the sequencing yet. I know what we're teaching, what I'm teaching, but I don't know the sequencing. We're gonna do some of these in the middle. We're gonna do some standing poses and we're gonna work on finding our center. So this is work and I always tell people the best lessons that I utilize in my day-to-day -day life, walking around, having lunch with my friends, hanging out with my kids, the lessons that I've learned that help me the most in walking through my day-to-day -day life are the lessons that I learned on the mat first. So I learned how to find my center on the mat. I learned balance on the mat. I learned how to open my heart on the mat. And then all of those lessons translated into my everyday life. So you can do that too. You can join me for Practices for Peace tomorrow, 1230 to 2. You can go to a yogikitchen.com to sign up. There's a PayPal button under Delicious Yoga. Uh, under workshops you can join me and I'm teaching next Saturday also so next Saturday is a special special price um, for this for the beginning session of uh, yoga for anxiety and depression so I am teaching Saturday from 1230 to 2 again another 90-minute practice but it's $25 it is a special price for especially for people who are, want to mindfully manage their mental health um, you come, we're going to do a teeny bit on wise mind, which is a dialectical behavior therapy concept. We're going to talk about what wise mind is. And then the rest of the weekend is going to be geared towards getting us to shift into wise mind, which is that middle ground. I'm going to talk about what the middle ground looks like, what it is, how we're going to get there. So on Saturday, that's all we're doing. We're going to talk about wise mind and then we're going to do a practice and it's going to be a grounding practice it's going to be a healing practice but it's going to be very different than the the practices for peace practice which is tomorrow so tomorrow is all about opening standing in love being able to radiate peace we keep an open heart it's about sending energy out it's about gathering our energy next saturday is going to be more about turning in and about gathering our energy in a very different way, about um, soothing ourselves, using our energy for ourselves to soothe and to relax and to quiet the brain. And then, so if you take this Saturday and next Saturday, you get 25% off. And you know, I just realized, I don't think that's on the website. So if you wanna take advantage of that, if you wanna to come to both Practices for Peace and Yoga for Anxiety and Depression Saturday session, it is 25% off, so what is that? It's somewhere around $52 for both practices. So you get two 90-minute workshops for the price of two classes. So that's a pretty good deal. 
Um, so come join me. And like I said, you can text me or email me and I will send you an invoice because I don't have a PayPal button for that 25% off. I don't think I do. Um, and then if you want to continue and take the workshop, the full workshop, we're going to continue on Sunday. So Saturday, we just do that practice. Then you get a whole day to sort of process and synthesize everything. Then we get together on Sunday at my home here in Lawrence, Kansas. We go to the yoga studio and we're going to do, so we're meeting from 1230 to 4.30. It's a longer session this time. So we make sure we get everything in and we don't have to edit too much. So it's a longer practice um, where we're going to do more flowing, more opening through the flow, not opening, I'm sorry, more soothing through, through the flow um, pieces that we put together. And they're going to be flows that I will teach you piece by piece and you can take home. So there are things that you can walk away with. And then we're going to do some education. If it's nice out and next weekend it is supposed to be nice out, we'll go out to the goldfish pond and we'll do a little breath work, a little heart opening, a little mindfulness work, and then we'll come back inside. We'll take breaks in here. We'll come back inside and do the education portion. We'll do education around nutrition to help your brain. And we'll do education around dialectical behavior therapy skills and around staying in wise mind. So this is, probably sounds a little familiar, this is the in-person workshop that is the equivalent of the six-week Breathe Online course. So we don't get as deeply entrenched in the concepts as we do when you do Breathe Online, because Breathe Online, you work at your own pace. You're welcome to call me anytime you need. Text me, email me anytime, and get explanations, and there's a discussion that goes. Uh, when we do Yoga for Anxiety and Depression, we just don't have that kind of time. So you definitely have time for discussion. You definitely have time to ask questions. But as you're synthesizing and processing, um, you know, that might happen next week. And of course, you're welcome to contact me with questions, but um, it might happen next week, not in the moment. When we do Breathe Online, it's happening as you're doing the work. So um, bring a notebook, bring a journal to Yoga for Anxiety and Depression so you can capture that down because you're going to want to go back to it. You're going to want to go back to how you felt when you were in the workshop after you did certain poses. And you're going to want to write down um, what what skills and tools really resonate with you and what you're going to want to use. And at the very end, when you walk away, you're going to have a sheet that helps you, um, that's a management plan that helps you remember what skills and tools you want to use when the emotions get big. So that's what's coming up. It's very exciting. If you decide to take the entire weekend, Saturday and Sunday, which is what? Six and a half? No, five and a half hours of workshop. It's a hundred dollars. So that's like taking five yoga classes. So it's a great deal. You get lots of information out there. And again, you're so worth it. This is an investment in yourself. This is an investment in the holidays for your kids. This is so you can be a better you, a happier you, and you can go through the holidays feeling energy rich, which is our whole focus this end of, this, of the uh, year, end of 2018. Not being energy depleted, not getting sick, staying energy rich, and we can start 2019 feeling really strong and great. Okay, so that's what I have for Friday. I hope you are having a lovely Friday and you have a great weekend planned. I will be here on Sunday for Intentional Sunday. Might even be here for Monday, Mindful Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you then. Namaste.